0: the phoenix suns blow out the los angeles lakers you've got hardship contracts making an impact in the nba and then real or fake people gonna lose their job over the way the nba is handling covid it's the wednesday edition of locked on nba let's go you are locked on nba your daily nba podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA, the daily podcast covering everything you want to know about the association. And on Wednesdays, I'm your co-host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter and the host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast.
1: And I'm John Corrales, at John Corrales on Twitter. Thank you, Jake, for making the graphic correct this time. Merry Christmas to me. I appreciate the gift. <laughs> I, I'm the host of the Locked On Celtics podcast.
0: Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every single day. We're free five days a week, no paywall, anything like that, covering everything you want to know around the league, recapping the games from the night before, talking about the biggest stories. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube where you can see our beautiful faces here. We had five games in the association last night. Let's tip it off here with the Los Angeles Lakers losing to the Phoenix Suns 108 90 john my, my notes for this one are lakers bad son's good which is an <laughs> oversimplification of it but like yeah not that much and then you have lebron hurting his ankle playing way too much in this all things considered putting up a pretty good performance for him kind of heroic given that 34 points but if he goes down man this lakers team is already feels like they're on life support despite having a decent amount of talent but if he goes down a team's just cooked even more so like this team's going nowhere in the playoffs
1: this is the weekly are the lakers cooked or how cooked are the lakers uh look now we're in in the territory where anthony davis is already out he's going to be out for at least four weeks and the, the lakers for all of the issues that they've had they've kind of floated along but they haven't had that overlapping lebron anthony davis injury if this does cause an overlap then now you're now you're screwed now this is This is going to be a very, very brutal, tough stretch for however long there is an overlapping kind of injury uh, with those two. So uh, hopefully for the Lakers sake, this this isn't something long term. I have a feeling LeBron's going to miss some time.
0: I don't know. You know, he stayed in the game played. They pulled him with like three minutes left and it felt like they should have done it earlier than that. And I thought it was kind of weird for what was almost a 20 point loss. He pounded the ground. Like if you saw that injury, it looked pretty serious, but he stayed in. And I don't know if that's just kind of like adrenaline in the moment or, or what. But if he misses time, it's rough. Like you look at this team and some of these guys are, are not rotation players in the NBA, right? Taylor Horton Tucker goes 0 for 8 from 3 and 1 of 13 from the field. You know, like Wayne Ellington is playing 28 minutes for this squad, right? You had Trevor Ariza, who made an impact playing 12 minutes. They upped his minutes in this one. But you look at some of these guys, man. Like Melo goes two for seven, gets
1: ejected. This team. What a dumb like, ejection, by the way. What a dumb ejection. Like, this, this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's exactly what the Lakers don't need in that moment right there. So, yeah, Jay Crowder comes by and taps him in the ribs. That should have been a foul. You get your tech, you make your point. That should be the end of it. But then to keep going and get ejected, this is a game that you kind of needed to win here. You had Phoenix shooting poorly. You are still amazingly uh, an important player, Carmelo Anthony. And even though he's not shooting well, that ejection hurts the Lakers. It's deflating because there's no – it, it takes away that le- that layer of hope that, hey, LeBron is carrying us. Le- LeBron is doing everything, and nobody's making shots. And what's the one thing Carmelo has been able to do is hit threes. He gets ejected. It's a very dumb – they they probably would have lost anyway. I, mean, I was looking at this game. It was 42 all, and Phoenix was 4-14 from three. And when I saw that they were tied at that point, I'm like, Phoenix is going to catch a heater, which Devin Booker did in the third quarter. They did. And they're going to run away with it. But for Carmelo Anthony, like – you're the vet, man. You're you're one of the vets. Well, I guess everybody's a vet on this team, right? Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Oldest team in the NBA by far. Right.
1: But uh, but that, that that was just that was just a dumb loss of cool and it takes away any chance that the, the Lakers had of of really hoping for some sort of upset when when the the Suns were cold.
0: Yeah, no, that's, I think that's a good way to put it. Look, Phoenix got, got it going in the second half. It was close for the first half. They started to run away with it in the third quarter. And look, they got Devin Booker back, right? He scored 24 on the night. DeAndre Ayton put up 19 and 11. He's been great since his return from missing time with illnesses. I look at this Phoenix Suns team and you know as i was watching this game i was trying to figure out like wh- where is the weakness on them right they've got yeah. depth and guys that can come in and hit shots they were 5 and 2 without they're 5 and 2 without devin booker this season this team is really really good like i don't know if i put them as like that top team or top one or two teams but they've got to at least be kind of close to that i think
1: this is the the reason when people talk about continuity that you can lose a player yeah. like Booker. Like you look at this team, and they people don't want to put them in the same class as Milwaukee because they, they don't have that same star power. Chris Paul is obviously a big name, but everybody knows that he's old. You don't have the same star power as Milwaukee or Brooklyn or even the Lakers. Halftime of this game, the entire halftime show was about the Los Angeles Lakers when the Suns are like the, the second best team in in the NBA, and almost no discussion of them. But what they have is the pieces that fit all around each other. They've got a uh, supreme uh, point guard leader in Chris Paul in the continuity between the players and the coach. That is so critical to success in the NBA. And they put forth the effort just about every night. When you have Look. guys who you know how to play together, who try for each other and who listen to their coach and who execute execute the game plan, that's a good team.
0: Their role players know their roles and fill those really well. It kind of goes to what you just said about, like, executing the game plan, right? Like, Bridges is such right. an unbelievably impactful defender and gives you just enough offensively. Like, man, no I, I, was, tries- I was looking at him. I was, Huh? No one tries to do too much. No, it's great, right? Like I, There's so much fun to watch, and I can't wait for this Christmas Day matchup between them and the Golden State Warriors because it should be, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. But we also had some other games in the NBA that we want to get to, too. Next one up, we had the Miami Heat all over the Indiana Pacers, 125-96. I mean, look, this is just a tale of two teams going in Basically different directions. You had Duncan Robinson on one in this one, 6 to 10 shooting. You had Tyler Kiro off the bench, really trying to prove a point. It felt like 26 from him. It was just way too much for the Indiana Pacers who, who don't know really what they are, in my opinion, I think.
1: No one knows what the Pacers are, for sure. Um, the Pacers couldn't hit a damn thing uh, inside the arc, and the Miami Heat could hit everything outside the arc. Uh, their first their first eight shots were three-pointers. Uh, they made a, re- a team record-tying 22. Meanwhile, the Pacers were 11 of 35 at the rim. So that's a bad combination when the other team is banging away from three. And you can't even exchange threes for twos. You can't even get answers on the other end at the rim. And without no Jimmy, no Bam, no P.J. Tucker, no Markeith Morris, uh, to, to go in there and just walk all over. It was it was a, a little tight early, but by halftime, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop watching this game. I'm just going to keep an eye on the score and see if it gets close. And it never did.
0: No, I, I don't think it is. And this is why you're probably hearing Indiana and all these trade rumors and everything else with that. So coming up next, three more games in the NBA, including we've got hardship players starting to make an impact as the NBA navigates COVID, which we'll talk about in real or fake in the third segment of today's show. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On NBA. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On NBA is brought to you by Calm. When it comes to athletes, we tend to focus on physical fitness, but there's another side to the game that's just as important, mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind to become the champion version of yourself. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, reduce stress, and perform at your best just like LeBron does. And for LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. And he says, quote, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, Calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to Calm.com slash LockdownMBA, see almcom slash for a limited time. You'll get 40% off a calm premium subscription with calm. You have access to the nature scenes. LeBron loves and so much more like sleep stories, meditation. So you can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way again for a limited time. Our listeners can join LeBron in using calm.com and get a 40% discount on a calm premium subscription over at calm.com slash locked Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked That's calm.com com slash locked on nba all right thank you for making locked on nba your first listen every single day we are free and available five days a week for you all breaking down everything you want to know about the association including all the games you didn't watch but we did and so we'll jump to the next one here on the slate get the knicks over the pistons 105 91 like I, I i caught part of this one john and it's like yeah this this went how it should be
1: Can we can we loosely say that we watched all of the? This was one that I was like, I'm gonna sort of side eye this game because (laughs) I don't think Knicks Pistons exactly uh, floats my boat. But no, I I I did I did you know because I want to see just where the the Knicks were in in their progression here. And and look, they they got a, a. They took advantage of a very uh, undersized Pistons team, very, very shorthanded Pistons team. And Mitchell Robinson was was the big difference here. And not only was Mitchell Robinson effective early and finished with 17 points, 14 rebounds and three block shots. They they started Mitchell Robinson in the third quarter and really were able to go on a run. Now, credit to the the Pistons bench, the Pistons bench cut it, uh, cut the lead down to five Trey Lyles. Had a, a big uh, performance there, helping cut that lead down to five. But uh, too much, too much size, too much Mitchell Robinson in this one.
0: Yeah, Sadiq Bay had a pretty good game for the Pistons. He's been strong the past handful of them. And then you had a rough shooting game from Cade Cunningham. Rookies up and down, right? Two of 13, finished with just seven points on the night. Next game up, you had the New Orleans Pelicans beating the uh, Portland Trailblazers, 111-97. New Orleans on a three-game winning streak right now. This one was Ooh. the Nikhil Alexander-Walker show off the bench. 27 points for him, 18 points in the fourth quarter. This is a guy that like this team needs so badly to be good because their guard rotation is kind of awful he hasn't really had that this is his first real strong game of the season we'll see if he carries it forward by the way keep an eye on Brandon Ingram too over his past 12 before tonight he was averaging 25 points six rebounds five assists he put up I forget it's 28 8 and 8 I think in this game he's been really good so far this season playing at an all-star level any thoughts from this one John
1: how does it feel to be uh, on a three-game winning streak? This is this is much much
0: better than game. than one in thirteen. That is for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, my my only thought from this game is I'm happy for you. After all <laughs> the stuff, after everything that you've gone through, I feel like this is a Christmas present to you. With we're not talking about Zion's foot. We're talking about a three-game winning streak. That's that's good.
0: Uh, it's funny that like, I've called out all of their guards so much over the past week. Then you've had Devonte Graham go off for like two or three games. And then you finally have this one from Nikhil. So yeah, it's, it's me. Like they should just put me on the payroll to like get angry on a podcast about the team and then watch those guys play incredibly well. So three game winning streak, they're only uh, three games out of the 10th seed in the last column after a one in 13 start. Look, it's, it's better than it was before, but I'm not ready to call this team good just yet. But what about this game, the next one on the slate, John, which I think is kind of interesting. You've got the Dallas Mavericks over the Minnesota Timberwolves, 114-102. This is where the the hardships exceptions are starting to come into play.
1: Yeah, man. Like Dallas, you you got a couple of interesting things happening here. You go with Marquise Chris, guarding Karl-Anthony Towns down the stretch. And Karl-Anthony Towns having a big start to the game, but but being kind of kept in check late in the game. And in Marquise Chris, instead of Dwight Powell going to Jason Kidd, went with the guy that they just signed is like, hi, how you doing? It's Marquise. You say, right. Okay, great. You're guarding Carly Anthony towns. Now in the second half, go to it. And you get Theo Pinson who came from the main Celtics. who had been having a good season there with the main Celtics comes in, makes a contribution, seven points, four rebounds, three assists, four steals for Theo Pinson. That's amazing work for a team that, had to rely on uh Boban to to give them some clutch minutes without Luka without uh Kristaps so you know just same old stuff this whole thing is about without 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 and these guys they guys they just signed Theo Pinson was playing Madden and he gets a call like hey you're on your way to Dallas like all right cool <laughs> and go in there and make an instant impact playing 21 and a half minutes for the Mavericks it's wild
0: yeah, you know, Minnesota struggled in the second quarter and it was him doing work on towns in that. Minnesota only scored 15 points in that period, which was ultimately the difference of the game and that's where he had 3 of those 4 steals and just yes. Shut them down. It's kind, of, it's it's a cool story, right? Like I'm I'm kind of excited for all of these G League call-ups to see like some nice moments like this. You're gonna have some nobody hit a game winner, and it's gonna be like the highlight yeah. of their career that they never would have had before. You remember Sungi out of gains like a decade oh, yeah. ago now? Hit like the game winner in a call-up, one of like the first real kind like temporary success stories from the G League. These are really cool moments, but do they do they mean anything long term?
1: No, they probably don't. I mean, like, like, first of all, let's say this before Mavericks fans and Nick Angstead just jumped down my throat. <laughs> Jalen Brunson it was the story of this game, scoring 28 points and six assists and 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 just being awesome. Jalen Brunson is probably the most slept on player in the league this season. He's having a great season and uh, stepping up for, for the Mavs. Like, l- let's just get that out of the way. But because this is so temporary, and no, Theo Pinson in two weeks is probably going to be back with the main Celtics. And and Marquise Chris is going to be gone. Once hopefully, COVID and this Omicron variant worked its way through the league, uh, and and these numbers start to fall a bit, then these are these are hardship contracts. Now it's going to be super interesting to see which of these guys has proven himself uh, enough to get their actual 10-day contract down the road and potentially get signed for the end of the season and potentially be invited to G League teams and, and camps. And, and this is an important – we talk about the G League showcase that's going on right now in Vegas. This right here is a showcase for all of these guys. Yeah, And when you get this opportunity, Theo Pinson gets this opportunity here and gets to show something and so much of NBA success, Jake. It's all about, do you have the right opportunity? One of my favorite NBA sayings is situation matters because you know as well as I do, you put the same guy on two different teams, and on one team, he's having a breakout season, and on the other team, he's buried on the bench and ends up in the G League. And just because you have the right situation you have an opportunity to prove yourself, and that's what's happening here. Uh, and, and so, in some ways, we're going to get into a lot more of this in the next segment. In some ways, I'm I'm very happy. In fact, Ime Doka said this uh, in the before the the Celtics played the Sixers the other day. I was talking to him, and and he said, you know, I kind of wish that I I kind of wish this opportunity existed when I was playing because he was like an end of bench yeah. type of guy. He's like, I'm I'm happy for all of the opportunities these guys are getting.
0: No, like that's the part I, I like. You're gonna have to see, see someone's career trajectory change because yeah. of this opportunity. That'll happen at least once. Like I, I feel very confident in saying that. You know, it's unfortunate. These are the circumstances that it is coming in. So I'm looking for kind of like a silver lining on this. And to me, that's what it is. I'm excited to watch some of these these young guys that we've never seen before kind of get a chance and play significant roles in significant minutes. So I think if you're looking for a positive in the mess of a situation, and it is a mess, this is definitely it. And speaking of that mess of a situation, there was one more game we should have been talking about, the Wizards taking on the Nets, but that one is postponed. So let's talk about this coming up next in real or fake. Are people going to lose their jobs over how the NBA is handled? COVID. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on NBA. Before we get to that though today's episode of Locked on NBA is brought to you by betonline.ag BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds and lines than ever before as football continues its march through college bowl season. You got the pro football playoffs starting very soon so BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just so Use our promo code locked on to receive your free. Money when you sign up and make your initial deposit again using promo code LOCKED ON. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available over at betonline.ag. Bet Online where the game starts. Today's episode of Locked On NBA is also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar filled with so much holiday goodness rich with decadent flavor covered in chocolate but amazingly low in calories, sugar net carbs and fat and high in protein you get the best of both worlds delicious and healthy they have so many delicious flavors you can get a mixed box and try two of each of the nine different flavors they have and they've got new arrivals and limited time flavors on there i just ordered the candy cane brownie built bar alongside the gingerbread Built bar to get me in the holiday spirit. So tell Santa to throw a few built bars in those stockings this holiday season. So go to built.com, use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code Lock15 for 15% off over at built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week. No paywall or anything like that. Just recapping the night of action around the NBA and talking about the biggest stories. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. And it's time for the weekly segment on Wednesdays. And this is an interesting one. So, John, I'll let you take it away here.
1: Okay. Uh, first of all, I got to do the uh, the big intro voice. Real or Real fake? True. All right. So real or fake. Uh, And people are going to lose their jobs over the NBA's uh, decision to instead of pause the season, which I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. There's arguments for either side, but their decision to press forward with all of these G League guys, people are going to lose their jobs, real or fake. And here's my argument. That is real. I think it's very real because – Games are being decided by these players. We just saw, we just talked about the Mavericks getting important contributions. Other teams are going to get important contributions from these guys, or they're going to play, be forced to play these guys like the Toronto Raptors uh, in a very dramatic set of tweets from, from Woj was like the Raptors playing. Oh, That was Matic. something, man. G leaguers are flocking to the scene or rushing to the scene. I'm like, oh my god! I feel like I'm back in news, and this is like a breaking news report. But they're going to rely on these G League signings, these hardships to to make a difference. And Nick Nurse is safe, and other guys. Some of these guys are safe, but this is going to be a results. This is a results based league. Sports are results based. I think too many of these results are going to be too impactful, and I think there's the possibility that the fate of some teams is going to be shifted in a way where people get fired, people lose their jobs, coaching decisions are going to be made, head coaching decisions are going to be made, and while these head coaches are probably going to be fine, the assistants, the down-the-line people, the video coordinators, the there, there are people down the line – that I think are going to lose their jobs because too many of these games are going to be decided by G league. They're going to have too much of an influence and it's not going to be decided by the actual teams, the actual rosters that were set in place.
0: So you took that in a slightly different direction. We didn't really plan this out as much as as apparently I thought we might have before before the show here. I thought well, it was going to be like said someone you in the had
1: league. an ar- argument against me. I'm like, let's save it. Let's save it. Let's no, not no, talk no, about I do it. Do
0: now. Okay, so could, we were not on the same page here. I thought it was like you were going to come in and be like someone in the front o- in in the league office is going to lose their job. Maybe Adam Silver gets canned because the league is deciding to like oh, no. push forward with with all this. Of this and this I'm this just, just make like, well, I don't
1: money for the league, so they're not going to. No, everybody's going to keep. No, like
0: it, I think the league loves this right like I think the league and this was my argument was like the league is gonna love this there's so much more drama around this and this is one of those things that is almost like the great equalizer right that's why we kind of like love sports there's like an element of chance in this that you can't expect you can't plan for and it throws everything out of whack and a favorite loses because of it due to like no fault of their own but because it's due to no fault of their own I, I do think teams around the league are going to look at this and be a little bit more understanding. If anything, I think it might buy guys like an extra year or so. If you have someone in say a GM, I don't know, his name might be David Griffin or something like that. And maybe he deserves (laughs) to be fired from his job. Right. And like, He's going to point out and be like, look, you never got to see my full vision here because, you know, use this as the analogy, right? Like Zion's now out there on the court. So you can't really read into what I've done and evaluate me as the architect of all of this fairly. I think that applies to coaches and other GMs around the league when it's like, yeah, look, this guy was out due to COVID for so long where we were decimated by it and we lost a bunch of games. That was ultimately the difference. We would have been in the playoffs otherwise. And can you go to an owner? And is that an easier argument than you would have had otherwise. Is it? Is it, you know, you, you get to like back into an extra year. And I think you see things like that a lot, right? Like there's sometimes a big reluctancy to fire a coach when they should be fired, to move on from a GM when they should be let go. Like the Sacramento Kings are a very good example of that, right? Like they sure. just finally canned Walton. But if that team was decimated by COVID, would they have been able to maybe keep him? Could he have been able to keep his job and try and kind of explain, look at what I'm doing here? And I think the answer to that is yes. So I think people kind of realize this is going to be a little bit crazy. And then the flip side of it is, if you do a good job with some of these G-leaguers, you know, you probably have a better claim to keep your job or, or get a better job if you're an assistant coach or something along those lines too. So maybe the flip side is, this is a good way for some coaches to really like elevate their body of work.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I I think there's there's always going to be like the 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 balance on either side. Like, even though I think that this is going to be a potential bad thing for for some people, there there is certainly I, I can buy that argument that coaches who really show their chops developing guys will be the ones that. Oh, hey, look, you're the development coach on this team took the G League yeah. guys and they made important strides and contributions and. We have a young team in whatever Houston, Oklahoma City, wherever. Like they're, you know what I mean. Not, not that I think those guys are going to get fired, but that type Indian of situation. Evaluation. And yeah, we we we've seen how you develop these guys quickly. We want you to be the guy who heads up our young team, you know. So whenever Rick Carlisle decides to, that he's had enough of the Indiana Pacers situation, uh, they they're <laughs> those those are, are that that's a fair. Argument
0: there. I, I mean, um, look at like how smart Jason Kidd looks right now, right? Talking about this in the last segment uh, of. All right, yeah, okay, it, I'll give
1: it, I'll you know, it like, to you. I,
0: I don't want to give that dude credit, but like he gets I'll it for for making that decision. Yeah. The dude probably, you know, some of those guys walked into the door probably like yesterday, right? And now he's playing him big minutes in a early on in a game, right? Not garbage time, like. There's something to be said for that. Like, yeah, someone's going to lose their job somewhere due to this. Is it going to be like a big thing? Probably not. And so that's kind of why I don't want to be like, yes, this is a thing. That's why I think it's kind of fake. I think if anything, this is going to be kind of good for a lot of people.
1: I don't know. I still think it's real. I think that the, the results will speak for themselves. And, you know, you can say, you can say, hey, COVID this or that um the, the response i would get from somebody in charge one of the very rich people in charge is hey look results are results and you didn't build a good enough team that could withstand this kind of stuff and That's unless unless eight people or 10 people go down but you know if you have enough players you say okay like I'm, I'm look at the boston celtics not that i expect anything like this to happen there but in a similar situation you have seven guys in covid protocols and you you know if you rely on four or five G leaguers to come in and that falls apart and it goes south, in in a different world where it's not let's give a first year coach his you know time to develop and all of that stuff. If it was a guy who was on the hot seat, if it was Brad Stevens on the sidelines instead of in the front office, this could have been a situation like that. So I, I still see and and some of this argument I will admit is contingent on this continuing to rear that's fair too head. You know, like if this dies down in a week for some reason, then then maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this. But if this continues and like look, we know that Omicron is very, very uh contagious and all of that, that maybe the guys who haven't gotten it will be the ones who get it and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and all those guys go back into the, the protocol and you know, then then it is what I'm what I'm thinking. So it it's hard to guess, it's hard to gauge, but I, I still think that this is going to impact a lot of results, and, and that has the strong potential to change the course of a lot of careers.
0: give give me the chaos. I love it. It's more fun this way. It gives us stuff to talk about. So we disagree. He says it's real. I say it's fake. You've got to break the tie for us. Let us know in the YouTube comments, is this going to cost people's jobs in the NBA real or fake? And that's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of Locked on NBA. Thank you all so much for listening. Now for your second listen, go check out the Locked on Bets podcast, all your daily gambling needs and sports betting needs free and available on all platforms. And on Wednesdays, I'm your co-host Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter and the host, of the Locked On
1: Pelicans podcast. And I'm John Corrales, at John underscore Corrales on Twitter and host of the Locked On Celtics podcast.
0: Happy holidays, and we'll be back with you all next week.